Thank you for listening to Comics Fun and Probably the Scoundrel with your sneak peek at next week, episode number 618 for comics originally coming out. Holy crap, we're into March already. March the, what, a third? Something like that? Sure. March 2nd and March 3rd. Before Drew and I get into what's coming up in your local comic book shops this coming Tuesday and Wednesday, Drew, I saw we have a new patron and all kinds of fun stuff are happening. Oh, yeah. Um, we'd like to welcome John Abel. Um, he comes from Can- Canada. Canada. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he is our latest patron. We appreciate it very much. John, thank you for your patronage. And you, too, can be a part of the good fun. Go over to Patreon.com to be a part of uh, supporting our show. And you can choose any tier you like. Uh, It opens up all kinds of fun stuff like access to bonus spec picks, early access episodes, exclusive episodes that are only available. You get access to our Slack channel where you get to talk directly to Kyle and I. Um, plus uh, co-hosts, previous co-hosts, Eric and Eric from Cowabunga and Deep Discount, if you have questions, plus Jason in Hawaii, who's on there, and other Patreon. So you, that sounds like something you want to chit-chat about. We we talk about hot stuff that's happening in comics and things we're reading and stuff we like. It's pretty pretty cool conversation. Absolutely. So we, we've been enjoying that a lot. Um, and there's all kinds of uh, stretch goals that we have on there. So as we continue to add patrons, we'll continue to unlock new stuff um, as we go along. And in addition, um, one of our, our patrons, uh, Adam Pastry, has donated multiple slabs to give away in a slab giveaway contest. So if you are a patron and you come in at any tier, we enter you to win um, your choice of a CGC 9.8 slab, one of the following. Uh, they is Dark Tower Gunslinger Born number one, uh, Batman 98 the B cover from Matina with a punchline on the cover, Powers of X number two, cover A, uh, Red Sonia Age of Chaos number one, the Chew variant, Wonder Woman 761B, the Middleton variant, House of X number five, the Flower variant, Catwoman number 17B, the Acetate variant, Basket Vol- Basketful of Heads, number 1B, the Middleton variant, and star number 1, uh, the JSC version. So um, if you are in the U.S. and you are the selected winner, we will ship that to you for free. Um, if you enter, are an, one of our international uh, patrons, then you will have to help with shipping, and we'll hook you up with how to do that down the road if you are so chosen. So if you want to get in on that, please do so. Or if you just want to support the show... And uh, we'd like that as well. Um, if you don't want to do Patreon, but you just want to send us a donation, you can do that through our PayPal link. We appreciate that as well. Um, it, or just reach us on our email, um, Twitter, and say, hey, I got a big fat check for you. We'd like to send your way. We could take that as well. So, Or just uh, we subscribe pre- to Drew's Only. We would appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing some crazy role playing on there. Um, Eek. it turned me a little bit there on that one um so we we need to uh move on please to a question from a listener this is from uh mike myers who says uh question for your next uh episode to determine how just how good you guys are at speculating on a yearly basis due to speculation do you make either a good good profit barely make a profit 
enough to pay for your comics, a hole in your wallet. Well, Mike, I can let me answer for myself first. It d- depends on the year. Um, <laughs> so, like early on, I was making good, good profit. Uh, when I was like the first few years that I was doing this, I was, I was making uh, a lot of profit. Um, and then it kind of digressed to where I was breaking even. Um, so maybe making enough profit off of the comics to pay for the comics that I was buying. Um, last year, I lost money. And tons and tons of money. Um, because I 2020 was like a lost year for me. I, I hardly did any selling just buying, just reading, uh, mostly curled up in the fetal position, crying in between <laughs> comics. I, it was a really rough year for everybody, and I was no different. Um, so I didn't handle 2020 very well and didn't spec well at all, didn't sell comics. For, and uh, so I guess for me, it depends on the year. I had, I've had i had some great years where I've made a lot of money, um, and then I've had some where I've lost money, and and I've had some where I've had enough to pay the pay for comics which is really what my goal was originally was just to break even just so i could feed my habit and not cost anything um that's really all i want to do but you know what in the early days when i was making um bank that that was very encouraging um but then i i didn't i didn't keep up with it at that level so uh kyle how about you yeah um Early on when we did this, I, I essentially my goal was the same as yours, just to kind of supplement the uh, the cost of the actual collection with selling some things just to break even. So therefore, my comic collection essentially paid for itself. Uh, that was my my goal. Um, but lately, I've been uh, falling in love with things a bit and just enjoying the collection aspect of it too much, um, and just kind of my precious and keeping a few more things than I should uh, that I sh- I normally would have sold. So. Uh, the last couple of years, I myself have, have have gone into the negative just because I've been like, I'm just going to keep this, I'm just going to keep this run, I'm just keep these, I'm just going to keep these books. Oh, I'm just going to collect this a little bit more than I should. Even when I specifically buy multiples to sell some of them, I just end up keeping. Because <laughs> you, you know you you don't want to be the fool that sells. Um, you, you don't want to sell ASM three hundred too early. Yeah. No, you don't want you don't want to sell it too early, or you don't want to sell your. West Coast Avengers run for pennies on the mm-hmm. dollar, you know, to just just get it out, get it out of your house. <laughs> one division, one one division. <laughs> anyway, thanks, thanks, Mike, for uh, that question. You too can get your answered on the air. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Please send us an email at comicsforfunandprofit at gmail to do so. Or if you'd like, you can reach us on Twitter facebook or instagram um and we're comics for fun and profit on there or comics fun profit on twitter uh that's the best way to get of us but uh, emails are easier <laughs> for me but uh, I'll, I'll definitely check all the other ones i just might be as timely there as i like hey dude it's already time for the new dc connect so we've got dc connect for this is March's DC Connect. These are be... March titles for May release. Yeah, if you can believe that already, we're just talking about we just we're so far in the future mm-hmm. on, on these things. It, it's crazy to be both simultaneously in the future, so many months uh, in next week's future, <laughs> you know, uh, a month from now with our FOC, um, 
And then yesterday's stuff, you know, we, we simultaneously talk about all these times. It's like we're a multiverse, you know, or time travelers, the way we do this. <laughs> it's really kind of cool. But anyway, so hot off the press is DC Connect number 10, uh, comics March March 21st, uh, March 2021, soliciting comics that are going to be on sale in May. And what jumps out to you right off the bat, Kyle? Anything? Yeah, what jumped out to me is, of course, the future state Gotham. Oh. Which is, uh, of course, a, an adventure. The DC future state continuing the hunt of the Batman. Uh, I see a, kind of an, a new version of Red Hood. And uh, I don't know. It just seems pretty cool. I like myself an aggressive Red Hood who looks like he's out for murder and blood. And it looks like he's hunting the rest of his family. So that's kind of the type of stories I really like. Yeah, so that answers the question that maybe I had that maybe no one else did. But I, I assumed Infinite Frontier would take over and future state would disappear. That's what I originally thought as well. But it looks like they are going to coexist um, and happen simultaneously, which is interesting. Um, So we're going to have Infinite Frontier books, future state books, DC, we're going to have DC regular books too? Or just, and then like Black Label and was that it? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, we're definitely going to continue on with our detective and action and Batman runs, so we're going to have our standard stuff as well as all the other stuff. Because, yeah, like right off, yeah, because we're doing Infinite Frontier, we're doing Wonder Girl, but that is a f- inspired by a future state book. Uh-huh. Um, the Mr. Miracle is from DC Future State, and he gets his own book, and it doesn't have an imprint, so that's interesting. And I, I, you know, at first I assumed that was going to be Tom King, but this is Brandon Easton doing the um, on which surprised me. So I guess Tom King had. There That's you go. Cool. Moving on. Then. Yeah. Uh, we've got Legends of the Dark Knight number one. Uh, yeah, and that Mister Miracle Knight. is a six issue. Right. Um, the Legend of the Dark Knight number one looks good. Derek Robertson. I like the look of that. Mm-hmm. Iconic series, kind of the classic. Uh, Looks like straight out of the animated series stuff. We used to remember we used to see try to put those runs together out of the quarter bins. Oh yeah, the original Legend of the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Probably should have finished that up. <laughs> We've got Milestone returning with um, the Infinite Edition number zero, so that should be fun. An interesting ragtag bunch. Yes, yes. Uh, the Asian superhero celebration number one. That looks like it's a fun one. It's a ten dollar book. Oh, they're bringing, okay, they're bringing, I just know him as the Asian Superman back from, remember that old run, that new mm-hmm. Superman run. They've got uh, the Stargirl Spring Break special for six bucks, 48 pages. I'm assuming it's got to have some backup stories. And we've got uh, Justice League Last Ride, Chip Zdarsky taking the reins there. That should be fun. Yeah, is Zdarsky riding Justice League Last Ride? That could be pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not a big fan of this uh, Derek Robinson cover. Mm-hmm. Don't love it. There's something about it that bothers me a little bit, but that's not the interior art. So that's uh, Miguel Mendonca. I'd, I'd like to see what that looks like. You ever read these um, Earth One graphic novels? Uh-uh, I haven't read any of the I, alternate Earth stuff since uh, I, I, Tom Taylor was doing Earth Two. I think I read the first... 
Batman Earth One, but I don't think I read like the the Wonder Woman Earth One mm-hmm. uh, or, or any of those other follow ups. So I'm way behind on that. I've, I've heard really good things. Action Comics is that now has a backup story in the Midnighter. Yeah, I think it ha- already had that, didn't it? Wasn't it last same as last month? Yeah, we. I was gonna say I heard about the the Midnighter before we talked about him. Yeah, I think so. And then yeah, okay. So we moved. Am- American Vampire was it always a black label book? I think it was. It was. It had been. Yeah. I'm just. I'm. I'm just trying to get my mind around like these lumps. So, like, Batman is just a DC book. It's Correct. Just a DC book. Yeah. And then we have, but we also have Future State. We also have Infinite Frontier. Yes. We also have Black Label. Yeah. And these are all different universes? Or can some of them intermingle? A few of them are non-canonical, but I, other than that, I couldn't tell you. I don't really care, but I don't really care. But it, it is kind of confusing, I guess. Oh, it's obnoxious. <laughs> you hate it? You mm-hmm. hate it? Because originally it was just like, hey, we're going to, for two months, do these things and get everything else, the ability to catch up, and then we'll spin out of it. And then they're like, nah, psych. We're just going to keep this stuff going, too. And by the way, occasionally DC still pop back in, and occasionally Future State will pop back through. And it's just like, come on, man. Come on, man. We love uh, Tom Taylor on Detective. He's uh, just, looks like he's just going to do a six-issue series, or they're now labeling, when there's a story arc, they're going to do... They're going to number it as such. But I, I like the uh, art germ cover on that Batman. Oh, okay. Let me go back up. Is that the uh, ghost something? Miracle Mom. Oh. Yeah. And, okay. And here's another thing that DC's doing different. We have our typical cardstock variant. And then we have our 1 in 25 cardstock variant. And now we have a 1 in 50 foil cardstock variant. Okay. So I can't remember if that was last month, but that is that does sound a little different. Norm. And weren't there? What were the? Um, there were different type of two, like a limit. You had to buy two hundred and fifty of them. What was that? What were those variant? Oh yeah, called? those were like on the Joker book. Those were the. What were they called? They had a name. Mm. I know Cowabunga was doing it. Yeah, but not every store was able to do go that deep. I've forgotten what what that terminology. Yeah, some baloney. Team variant. Was it a team variant? Yeah. Team up? Team? Just team, team variant. Some more, yeah, there's that Batman Urban Legends. Some great covers for that. Yeah, that Simone's pretty cool looking. Love to see Challenge of the Super Sons back. Jenny Frizen doing the variant covers for Catwoman is still awesome. Yes. Crime Syndicate's going to be cool, I think. It's on its third issue here. That's a cool variant for that, too. Wow. Babs Tar on that variant cover. Now, wait. What was, up, what was Tom Taylor's book? What was it called that I was saying I was so excited about? Nightwing? No, besides that. Yeah. He was doing another, another Batman. Let me get back up there. Batman the Detective. The, I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, so it's not Detective Comics. It's called Batman the Detective. Because Mariko Tamaki is doing the Detective book. Mm-hmm. Okay. But- the interiors are Dan Mora on Detective. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's, that 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 throws that right up into that top slot. And it's and it's got a, a Huntress backup, which mm-hmm. I think is a good fit. Yeah. Who's doing that variant cover for that? Libra Mayo. God, that's awesome. Yeah. Batman and Quicksand. Wow, that's cool. no Batman in Sandman. I'm <laughs> sure whatever it is. Quicksand Man. Oh, yes. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. 
an old flash. Or is that clay? Uh, yeah, I assume that's Clayface. Yeah, that's, that's a, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. It couldn't be Sam. It? No, but I just I, I thought that was it. <laughs> and then we have Flash, which is a three ninety nine book, no backup. Green Lantern is a regular book. Jeffrey Thorne. It's a, no, it's a four ninety nine. Is there a backup? Huh? No. Is that what guest starring means? Does that mean a Teen Lantern is the backup story, or is that? I just... know that just she's in this book, so follow her here. So it's a but okay. So why is it? Okay, so Flash. Let's go back to Flash. Flash. Holy crap! We're going back to Flash. Okay. Flash is three ninety nine. Thirty two pages. Yes. Green Green Lantern four ninety nine. Forty pages. Why? Eight more pages. <laughs> I, I, I yeah, I understand the difference in the math, but okay. All right. I I would think that like if the eight pages were a backup story, I'd get it. But I just I want I want to understand the publishing strategy. <laughs> is that too much to ask? Yeah, apparently. Joker cards are all great. I hope that's oh, that I hope Tinian Gordon does that well. Man, that Jim's good. Like this, I like the uh, four ninety nine Justice Leagues with the backup Justice League Darkstars. I like that. Mm-hmm. That makes sense to me. And you get Bendis doing it. I'm hoping he does that well. Of course, his his Legion was kind of lukewarm received, right? People didn't like his Legion that. Yeah, well. they weren't fans. Man Bat doesn't like Man Bat doesn't make any sense here in this. Like, we have, like, all heavy hitter. Yeah, so thankfully, this is the penultimate. So this is four, and then we'll get five, and then it'll be... Yeah, is it a four out of five? Yep. I really like that Matina uh, variant cover for the, the next Batman Second Son 2. Yeah, that's very nice. And then Nightwing, interesting color scheme. Really love the new logo. That I will I will dig out a pair of 3D glasses. I'm sure that is a 3D... Yeah. And I don't know what I think of the variant. Jamal Campbell... Nightwing is doing a weird roundhouse <laughs> cartwheel, uh, spreading a, his a legs cl- to make on, a pseudo Nightwing symbol on a clothesline. Yeah, it's like the uh, Diet Coke version of that Daredevil cover where he's running across that laundry line. Oh yeah, and it spelled out. Yeah, that was cool. There's Robin and Flatline. That's cool. Which I looked up and. Um, so flatlines on the cover here. Yep. And I'm I'm guessing that in the first issue of Robin, um, flatline was it. So that's my guess. Yeah, we talked about it if I remember correctly, because I believe so, I called her a knockoff of uh, uh, Karate Kid because she had the yes the bones outfit. But as a chance, it's Josh Williamson doing the writing. As a chance, this character can break out, right? Yeah. Another dope Matina cover. So if you want to get a first appearance, you go back to 1994, Steel, number 8. Jeez. And um, you get the first appearance of Flatline, and it's pretty cheap right now. There you go. You can can load up on them if you think that in three months, Flatline is going to capture the hearts and minds of comic people. You can be ahead of the game, ahead of the curve. Can we make her the child of Solomon Grundy or something fun? Yeah, it's like it looks like that costume that the Karate Kid... Mm-hmm. people the, the cobra kai's rorschach finishing up maybe oh no eight of 12 so got a few the rwby justice league did we ruby. say that meant did we say that was ruby yeah it's off okay. rooster teeth another red x cover b on suicide squad three red x is everywhere if he turns out to be nothing i'm gonna kick a lot of rocks <laughs> well it's up to robbie thompson right Talon with a katana, I like. 
What's up with the Superman character on uh, Teen Titans Academy? Doesn't look good. His face. It doesn't look like a teen titan. It looks like a middle-aged titan. Yeah, it looks like midlife crisis, man. <laughs> Superman red and blue looks really cool. I'm interested in what that's all about. Swamp Thing, I don't Swamp have high hopes for. Ivy. Yeah, but that Rom V, man. I don't know. His stuff has not been great for me. Yeah. And the main Wonder Woman, Becky Cloonan, Travis Moore. And then we have the Young Diana backup feature. If it's anything like the the Young Diana we got on Wonder Woman 84, that'd be sweet. That was a really cool, that was the best part of the movie, really. Mm-hmm. And now we're getting some future state trades that are being collected. Yeah, trades and hardcovers, hardcovers and trades. But there's some exciting stuff. But man, I thought that maybe DC was paring down a little bit. Um, not at all in my mind. I don't know. I still think they are a little. It's just kind of moving towards a, you know, like the stuff that they were they were offering to Walmart. You mm-hmm. know, these oversized books, higher price points, a little more story, but yeah. less of them, I guess. But yeah, it still seems like they're offering enough. Oh yeah, more than enough to read. Something yeah, but I'll be everyone. dipping my toes in just the future state Gotham. And which one is that? So is that based on the next Batman, the Future State, or the other one? Uh, I don't know, honestly. Or either. Neither. Yeah. Maybe. Cool t-shirts, too. They're offering it. Graffiti designs on the last page. It looks like a Batman damned. It is a Batman dirt. Mm -hmm. That's pretty cool. I like that. Very nice. Well, now it's time to go to the FOC, I believe. Yeah, the FOC is our final order cutoff. It's our last chance to make sure we can add a few things to our pull list and make sure we get them when things come. Um, When doing an FOC, hopefully your local comic shop does the FOC. Um, Our good friends at Deep Discount and Cowabunga send us this lovely FOC list on Fridays. And they just say, hey, if you want DC books, get them to us by 6 o'clock Sunday. If you want anything else, get them to us by 6 o'clock Monday. And we will make sure they're sitting in your pool. No ifs, ands, or buts. We don't care if you ordered them or not. When the previews were out, we still have a chance. Let's dig through and see what we can find because Eric has not given us a sample of his thoughts. We're just going to do this on our own. Yeah, we were getting kind of lazy, I think, relying I think on so. Eric anyway. So this is going to get us back in our in game shape, hopefully. There you go. I really like these Derek Chu cardstock variants on Harley Quinn. Um, they don't look as anime-inspired as the first few things he won off. Now it's just kind of cutesy, but still, uh, I think they're very well done. Striking covers. I am going to take a shot on Teen Titans Academy that there's a first appearance of somebody in there that uh, might pay off. There you go. Have we found out who Red X is yet? We got the secret identity. I didn't. I'm not current. Okay. So I couldn't tell. I don't believe we have. I'm setting you up to say, no, we haven't, Kyle. Yeah. I I don't know. Dan Mora on Detective 1034 Art, cover A. Future State Teen Titans Ruins, number one. And that is our Red X cover there. Did you read any of that other history of DC Universe yet? Uh-uh. I've heard good things, but I haven't read it myself as of yet. Out of DC into some of our other things. TMNT Best of Michelangelo. This is our orange and final for Turtle Collection comics. And did you go all in on these? Nope. Picked and choose. Did 
crossover. Nice to see yep. one going to a sprint. Sorry, go ahead. That's exactly what I was going to note. So you were right on it. Same thing. Crossover going into second prints for, for number one and number three and Department of one, four, and five going into subsequent printings. Ha ha, continuing to succeed. Yes, the second one was um, about a Harlequin clown. Ah, I'm guessing it was that uh, number two second print. I'm person on the cover. It was good. It was good. Kind of sad. Aren't all clowns so sad when it's done? They don't have to be. <laughs> <laughs> but th- number three is going to be about a mimes. I don't know. That should be an all-silent issue, I guess. Hey, there you go. I like those. Stray Dogs, number one, going to a second print. A neat-looking second print cover. Not uh, not the same as we got for, uh, for the first. So it may be worth jumping on that second print for the different art on that. I don't know that I'll know the horror movie on B, uh, Pet Cemetery. <laughs> uh, Marvel gets its alien license back and goes nuts. Jeez. So should we be excited about this? I mean, from a spec perspective, no. From a xenomorphs are cool perspective, sure. Okay, well, well I mean, so Alien, when it was a Dark Horse, yes. was a hot book. Was it now? It was a hot book. And Dark Horse Presents 24 was a big deal because that was the first appearance of aliens um, in comics. And that was a big deal back in the day. Uh, so there's a chance that's going to heat this up again if people are excited about Alien and want to go back and dig up this um, first appearance in uh, Dark Horse. So keep an eye on Dark Horse Presents 24 because it could heat up again. Sorry, I heard nothing you were saying because I clicked on the Scotty Young Baby Xenomorph. <laughs> and that's just a regular open-to-order variant, right? Yeah. Nothing yeah, special there? Ain't crazy. That's cool. Got plenty of Momokos to choose from. Yeah. Spider-Man Solid 62, he's continuing his weird freaking costume. You don't like it? No, it's stupid looking. Looks like he and Boomerang are like... the design variant. Front and center there. Fifteen bucks worth it no because like i said I, I don't like the look of it but how what's the over under on how many issues this costume lasts six you go over or under six i'd or, go under or, or push yeah <laughs> i'm gonna go so you don't okay so it's already been two yeah right yep okay we'll check back and forget <laughs> what we said i'm ready to get down over under six <laughs> <laughs> like what is that? What does I mean here? What does that even mean? What is, the, what is that about? We got uh, Tenahisi Coates doing Captain America twenty eight. We hear he's going to be doing a Superman book in the future, so that'd be cool. Yeah. This is an Alex Ross cover, so a lot of people like Alex Ross. I do too. I don't like this cover that much, but it's pretty good. It's hard not to like an Alex Ross. Was anyone asking for Miles Morales as the man thing? I don't think so. The Miles thing. Yeah. First appearance of the Miles thing. We have Carnage, Black, White, and Blood. Uh, how close is this to the Venom 2 release? When is that coming out? Is that in is that in May? Yeah, I think so. We're not timing that. It's a weird looking cover for Afro 8. Wow, they're doing so. The Taskmaster three has a second printing sketch variant. They're mm-hmm. selling for fifty. That's they've been doing that a lot. I don't know, but it's a cool looking cover. 
Sure it is. For 50 bucks. Yeah. More Firefly from our good friends at Boone. Yeah. Interesting. Keep it going. Launching yet another volume of Firefly. Hollow Heart, I think you were interested in that. It's second issue is out, and it's first issue went to the second printing from Vault. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Is this... Is Red Sonja 25 the end? Oh, it's the end of uh, Mark Russell. So he was done with 24. 25 is a new guy, Luke Lieberman. And a Jai Lee cover. Cover A, anyway. I have nothing else in FOC. Kind of light for me. Yeah. Nothing, you know, not, not a great week. So is this a fourth week, fifth week? Not really. Yeah. 24th. Most nothing, of the stuff's coming. Nothing we really cared too much about. So basically that Teen Titans Academy is really the only thing I'm interested in. Yep. That from the spec standpoint, I think. Let's see what's burning up the charts, Kyle. Let's go to the Hot 10. Hot 10 comics. We're going to go to the Hot 10 list that are good friends at comicbookinvest.com. And we're going to find out their top 10 books on the move. And at rank number one, we were talking about this earlier, Drew, West Coast Avengers 45. Yeah. Moving uh, towards moving... $100 raw. A 9.8 just sold for 1500 After quadrupling in price last week to 600 uh, this is not a $1,500 book. No Mutants 98 is just hitting it, so this thing is spiking, but don't look for it to stay. Uh, dig through your West Coast Avengers books. Yeah. Uh, you, you probably paid a dollar for this, <laughs> or less, so sell, sell, sell. Drew, we definitely missed this one at rank 2B, and Puppy Cat number 9, I would assume they're all, they're are all just sitting in the kids' section of your local comic book shops, but even still, Rose Besh appears to be in breakout mode now, and this was her first cover. It jumped from $5 to $200, not to knock her, but very similar to when Peach got hot, and some people were like, I don't get it. <laughs> that was me. Infinite Crisis 5. So many copies sold this week. Rawls were around $15 for near mint copies and are now over 50. 9.8s were around 150 and are now 300. If this were Marvel, I would have faith in a Blue Beetle movie. But DC doing a C character correctly, uh, we'll believe it. Yeah, I gotta agree there. I mean, the stuff that they've done on the CW with some C characters, I mean, hasn't been great for me. Maybe for other people, but it hasn't been for me. At rank four, we have G.I. Joe 32, Lady J show announced at Amazon Prime and prices have soared. Raw near mint copies have jumped from 10 to 15 to over 75 and a 9.8 sold two weeks ago for less than 100, just sold for 300. Hmm. At rank five, we have Ultimate Fallout 4. 9.8s have risen this week from around 15 to 16 to over 2,000. This is about double what it was at the first of the year. Oh, and the variant just sold for 20 thousand there's that god it'd be nice to find that one yeah at rank six we have spider woman number nine the rose besh one in 25 now over 200 dollars. like i said above rose besh is quickly be quick quickly picking up a following what is the ceiling on this something is killing the children okay i could virtually pull half a dozen covers to put on this list so i'm just putting the whole series instead number six and seven seven instead of variants are selling for insane amounts later printings are all selling well the interest in this title across the board continues to, i finally got to read issues one through 14 this week and it is a great story and much more brutal than expected 
At rank 8, we had Giant Size X-Men number 1 a month ago at 9.4, sold for $6,100. Now, over 10000 9.2s for 5300 are now selling for 9900 Everyone need this, needs this book now, and it's paying super premiums to get it. I would not sell this book right now, as it looks like it will continue to get higher, of course. Yes. From rank... Nine, we have Young Avengers, number one second print from 2013, was a $10 to $15 book, now over 50 so it looks like Ultra Maximus brought up this book this week, and then was subsequently picked up elsewhere as a possible first for the current YA team, Young Avengers team. Of course, it is missing members, and I've mentioned 1,000 times before, first team pieces mean absolutely nothing long-term other than a very you young avengers is not you would disagree with that yeah correct um no i'm not going to go out and look for the the first appearance of the quote-unquote first avengers i'm going to look for the first appearance of the of the young avengers i like oh okay the actual individual characters yeah more so than the quote-unquote club name gotcha haha <laughs> number two the john gallagher one in 500 variant sets pre-sold for 35 and now live they are selling for over 100 to 125 the trade dress alone is selling for 50 i actually think this is a sustainable price point for store variants on the secondary market gives some profit for flippers and is still affordable for collectors into our nice little honorable mentions we have the miles morales spider-man number 23 kyle new variant also now live this trade dress is selling for around 40 bucks if new had gotten some nike swoosh approval holy moly would this be crazy expensive as it stands it's still a pretty cool cover that will have crossover appeal let's hope that doesn't get 27 other color because he's playing basketball that's the deal yeah but it's it's ranked it, I mean, it's number 23, which is the Jordan collar. And we know Miles Morales is wearing Jordans primarily. But he's but he, but he's not really. But he's not really wearing Jordans. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? Gotcha, I see. So there's that whole thing. I see. Okay, now, now it's all coming together. Uh, the other honorable mention is Weird Comics number two for real. Somebody explain to me what is going on here and what kind of skeletal system does this woman even friggin' have? Anyway, this is a tough one to find. Only a handful of recorded graded sales ever. A 5.0 copy in 2019 for 4300 but sold this week for more than double that at 9 Coward, you made me do this show out of order. Huh? I was supposed to do, we were supposed to do Hot 10 before FOC. Yeah, you jumped to it. Why did you, it. why did you let me screw up the show? Because it's easier than trying to correct you. You're pretty <laughs> bullheaded. <laughs> well, now we've got to go straight into uh, cover price. Yep. And I'm going to make you do the top 10, just for fun. <laughs> You're going to make me start it out? Yeah, I may make you do both. Oh, man. Let me see if I can, <laughs> let me see if I can even find it. Uh, let's see, the, the number 10, the Department of Truth, number one, the prison cover. James Tinian, the Department of Truth, picked up by Elizabeth Murdoch, Stacey Snyder's sister. Uh, I don't know who that is. Who's Stacey Snyder's sister? Um, blah, 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 blah. 28 copies sold, high sale of 137.50 for CGC 9.8. Um, that's Department of Truth is also uh, the other version is number nine. Number eight is... X-Force number one with the Deadpool trading card continues to sell well. 53 copies of this thing sold. Um, selling for over $50 for a raw copy. 
Did you find out if you had any of these? I didn't. I had several things in poly bags with trading cards, but not the X4. I was so disappointed. Oh, bummer. Uh, Marvel Spotlight number four comes in at rank seven. This is from 1972 and from last week's WandaVision. Wanda wanders into... I'm assuming that you're you're okay with spoilers or you've watched WandaVision, either one, um, or you're zipping through this as we speak. But anyway, Wanda wanders into Agnes's basement to discover the Darkhold, a book of ancient scrolls written by a Marvel villain named Cthon, the world's first dark magician. Going back to Doctor Strange, one book was missing from the library of Kamar Taj. It's thought that it was the Darkhold, which appears to be the source of Agnes's power. If Marvel was introducing the Darkhold, it could introduce a much darker side of the Marvel Universe. This issue is the first appearance of the Darkhold and sold 32 copies and had a high sale of $429 for a CGC 9.8. I would have... That's ridiculous. That's crazy. But it's awesome also because uh, the power of uh, this WandaVision show and man, does uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier have a lot to live up to when this show is over. Yeah. To be as uh, getting people to watch and getting people excited about the comics that it's stuff is based on. I, I hope they can continue that momentum. Anyway, rank six, uh, Fantastic Four 185 from 1977. Again, a WandaVision. Um, the twins were introduced to Agnes's pet rabbit, Senor Scratchy. Um, in the comics, Agnetha Harkness, who, also a spoiler, is the true identity of Agnes, has a son named Nicholas Scratch, whose first appearance is in this issue. Nicholas is also a powerful wizard supervillain in the Marvel comic universe that has direct connections to both Mephisto and Dormammu. This connection feels deliberate and a hint of his possible appearances. Uh, This could just be a funny story. Regardless, it sold 41 copies and a high sale of $30 for... As far as uh, spec reaches go, that's not a big, big reach for <laughs> yeah. thirty bucks, right? You know, that's no. okay. Not as bad as four hundred dollars. At rank five, we have Captain Marvel number one from nineteen eighty nine. Mar- Monica Rambeau has had multiple superhero identities and all have increases in sales. Her first solo as Captain Marvel um, took off really well. It sold twenty seven copies, had a high sale of three hundred and fifty dollars for a seat. Uh, the new Taskmaster issue three. Uh, features the first appearance of Taiguki. Uh, this standard issue sold 57 copies, $30 for a raw, and a high sale of, this is sold 89 copies, I'm sorry. Standard issue sold 57 copies, and then there's another version that sold 89 copies, I think. It's yeah. not very clear. Um, in issue, at, at rank three, Spawn, number one from 1992. Um, Spawn continues to be hot. Todd McFarlane is spinning off four new Spawn ongoing series featuring Gunslinger, Medieval, Redeemer, and She Spawns. And these are all consistent sellers, which I need to keep, get those dusted off and ready to go when that happens. Um, but 89 copies of Spawn number one continues to sell on eBay. That's great. Um, and it's up to now over $200 for a 9.8. So it's great. That's fantastic. Crazy. Uh, rank. At rank two, Black Cotton from Scout, one of our previous spec picks, uh, continues to sell well. 41 copies sold and is now sold, selling uh, around $17 for a raw copy. Uh, number one it features the Avengers, the Initiative, featuring Reptile number one from 2009. Uh, this is a Newsarama article that has Marvel billing Reptile as the next biggest hero. 
Reptil, R-E-P-T-I-L. Uh, the article notes that Marvel is positioning the young Mexican-American superhero who can turn into dinosaurs as its next star. Marvel Comics will bring former Avengers Academy student Reptil or Reptile to prominence in May in his first solo limited series. Yeah, a hero who can turn into dinosaurs. Yep, it's a no-brainer. With this news, his first appearance in this issue went nuts. Sold 12 copies. Had a high sale of $70 for a raw copy. Kyle, did you know who Reptil was Never before even heard just now? Before now? So that is pretty... That's, that's one of those... Um, yeah, that's cool. I love that stuff. Those are these ones that... If that even... You know, was it, That wouldn't even make it to a quarter bin, maybe. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's that's awesome. All right, at rank 11, The Amazing Spider-Man Annual, number 16 from 1982. The first appearance of Monica Rambeau as Captain Marvel is picking up steam in her first place of prominence and a road to power in WandaVision. It's obvious that Marvel has long-term plans for her, moving 17 copies, high sale of, fit of just over $1,000 for a CGC 9-8. At rank 12, we have The Micronauts, number 8 from 1979. This is the first appearance of Captain Universe, who is powered by the Enigma Force. Without too many spoilers, the God of Light in Marvel's King in Black storyline has a direct connection to both the Enigma Force and Captain Universe. Due to this, it moved 27 copies. A CGC 9.8 sold as high as $624. More Micronauts news at rank 13 for number 11. This issue features the first full appearance of the Time Traveler, who first embodied the Enigma Folger, though he appeared in Etheroform in Micronauts number one and multiple issues leading into his reveal appearance in this issue. The Time Ethereal. Traveler. Ethereal? Yeah. Ethereal. It came to me after I butchered it three times and I had already moved on. <laughs> the Time Traveler also had a connection to the current King in Black storyline. 16 copies, 41 bucks for a raw. Jeez. At rank 14, we have Fantastic Four 48 from 1966. This issue is the first appearance of the Sentinel of Spaceways, the Silver Surfer. With various Fantastic Four rumors, collectors are quickly turning to this key issue, moving 14 copies and a high sale of $26,000. $26,500 for a 9.6. That's nuts. So those are some deep waters there. I know Eric has at least one or two of these in yeah. his personal collection. He's he's a huge Silver Sur guy. Oh, yeah. Future State Teen Titans number two from DC, one that just came out. Fans are loving Red X and are picking up covers like this one. Moving 45 copies, $17 for Raw. At rank 16, ASM 361 from 1992. Please, Sony, let there be carnage. Meanwhile, the market will stay focused driving carnage's first full appearance up and up and up. Uh, had a high sale of $1,000 for a CGC 98. Amazing. From 2005, the New Avengers number 7, back in July 2020, there was a short spike in interest for the first appearance of the Illuminati. However, with so many content announcements at the end of 2020 and focus on WandaVision, this issue has dropped in price. However, is now moving back up. If you recall, the Illuminati played a huge role in the secret invasion story. While we have some time, we feel the clues pointing to the covert group of heroes will slowly start weaving in. The market seems to agree, moving 24 copies, $130 for a CD 9.8. From, from, from 2013, Batwoman 26, with a recent appearance in the new Batman, woman wolf spider 
played by Lincoln Klaus. Due to this quick appearance, his first appearance in this issue saw a small spike in price, only moving 11 copies but having a high sale of $17 for a raw. Avengers 186 from 1979 at rank 19. As mentioned above with Marvel Spotlight number 4, WandaVision released The Darkhold, was created by Cathan, whose first appearance is in this issue. $177.50 for 9.6. And from 2013, Mighty Avengers number 1, Monica Rambeau has gone by many alias. However, her first appearance as Spectrum is met in this issue and may be the likely name she'll go by. The photon seems to be the front runner since it was already mentioned. Thirty five dollars for all. Yeah, I don't think she's going to get to be Captain Marvel unless pre Larson, right? Yeah. So it's, it's going to be photon or what was the other one? Photon or Spectrum? Yeah. That's pretty cool. Good stuff. Who knows? All right, Drew. Let's do our sneak peek at next week, and let's start with our good friends in DC. So we got to head to LunarDistributions.com for our March second releases. Love that wraparound cover of Batman 106 by mm. Jorge Jimenez. I mean, that's a lot of cool stuff. That's something that um, Perez would do. Yeah. Really cool. I like that. If you like your Greg Capullo, you can get a trade paperback of, of his posters. That's kind of neat. Yeah, I do like Greg Capullo. This is a slow DC week. Holy crap. Well, there is a new su- Suicide Squad launching, this time with Robbie Thompson taking over, but if Tom Taylor didn't do it for you. I don't know if Robbie Thompson's going to. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, and the and the first Mike uh, Swamp thing, um, but it's Ram V. So if you like him, great. You do have a a Matina cover option as well. There you go. All right, that's all I can find in DC. So I'm it over to previewsworld.com, find the third releases, and start with our good friends in Image. And I am looking at you, Noctera, number one. I was clicking on the Boss Logic cover because that's my favorite one. Of course, Scott Snyder writing this. Tony S. Daniels and Hugh Moray uh, doing the art. Yeah, it should be great. I'm looking forward to this all. Yeah, I picked up um, a couple cover A's and I picked up a, uh, this Boss Logic as well. That Boss Logic is kind of neat. Yeah, actually, I picked up uh, an A, B, and a C now that I think about it. And Walking Dead 10. Having a lot of fun with this one. Oh, yeah. Into Dark Horse, Dead Dogs Bite Number One, uh, four issues there. Twin Peaks meets Ladybird. This is uh, Tyler Boss, right? Yep. Star Wars High Republic Adventures Number Two um, from IDW, the kind of unsung High Republic book in IDW. I'm buy both of these to try to see if we get any first appearances in this one before we get first appearances. Our mainline title. In the Marvel. Demon Days, X-Men number one. This is our Peach Momoko written and internal arts book. Um, I picked up a couple standard copies of this just because it seems like Peach's first foray into her own title. I wanted to check it out. I'm wondering if the uh, Alex Ross Timeless Vision cover is going to have heat because of Wanda and the timing. It's very possible. When's the last you know vision cover we've had is a pretty great one by alex ross mm. uh, and he's as hot as hell coming off a window at wandavision and it'll be two days before the finale mm. uh that could be something oh yeah star wars high republic 2 and the marvel class of the book going to a second print scare on the cover there and three coming out this same day as well so Still a, lot of, a lot of Star Wars in one basket today. So 
pick them all up. So buy your Star Wars High Republic 3, your IDW High Republic 2, and your Marvel High Republic 2 second print. You know, we didn't see any Star Wars in the hot tens and yeah, top 20s been for the first out. time in a long time. So yep. uh, do we think it's going off or is it just a momentary lapse? Momentary lapse and then uh, a lot of division bouncing around, but it'll be out of the way here in a couple. Yeah. And yeah. the big title from Boom Studios, Berserker number one. We're excited about this, right? Yep. Matt Kent and Keanu Reeves writing this. Ron Garney on art. And a million and a half cover. Yes. Uh, should be fun. I know we got a few of these coming. Yeah. Down into our smaller publishers from artist writers and artisans. I have Chariot number one, Brian Hill. I like Brian Edward Hill a lot. I do is that too. the same was it the same guy? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Sometimes he's Brian Hill, sometimes he's Brian Edward Hill. I never know if there's like multiple guys. Yeah, it's in the Undone by Blood, um, a new volume of that is coming out. Uh, Other Side of Eden. I really like them. I'm excited about it. And that's it for me. Yep, me too. Drew, this is one podcast where I ask for your pick of the week. We've gone through quite a few things here, Drew. But what is your one book to make sure you snag up, put in a bag and board, put in a top loader? Because by golly, it's going to pop. Uh, I was going to go with Berserker, but... You know, with that report that there's 600,000 of these yeah. out there, I don't know if that's true. I know they're returnable, but um, I think I'm going to steer away from that one. And I'm going to go with the uh, Alex Ross Timeless variant cover of Avengers 4. Uh, I talked about multiple Star Wars things I think you should buy, but I'm going to feature the Noctera number 1 Boss Logic cover C. I think that's the one to have. Jock typically pops on the Snyder things. At least that's the way it was working when it did Witches. True. Um, but I like this year, Boss Log. It didn't have any competition back then. That's so right. Now he's got competition. Yeah, just Capullo. <laughs> Good stuff. So we want to thank you guys for tagging along with Drew and myself as we go through the comics coming out this very first week of March and all the things going on. We thank you for hanging along with us this long, and we appreciate you. If you think there's something we missed this week that you think is the book to have, uh, write in, let us know, be part of the podcast. Or if you agree with me, which most people do, just write ah. in and say that as well, because it's always a good thing to hear. So we appreciate you. So for Drew and for myself, see you.